in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in such a greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Chris. And it's a very gentle tone. It's very gentle, isn't it? We're doing things a little differently in a, in a way. In a way. Well, we're not all scrambling for attention. Uh, because no. there's only two of us. Yeah, you see, there's always been an, an uncomfortable energy in the room. <laughs> there has always been a very timid but fierce rivalry. Yeah, it's like. Um, it's like we're all uh, wrestling to be yeah. kind of like... Uh, top dog. Top dog. Yeah. But really, we know now who the top dogs are. Well, the other one isn't here. There's only room for two top dogs in yeah, that The trio. other one's been to the pound. Uh, by which we mean Scotland. Oh, yeah. That's that's exactly yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Nick uh, Nick isn't here. He's he's abandoned us. No, he's in Edinburgh. He's in Edinburgh, the traitor. Which I, Edinburgh is my favourite city. Oh, well, Fine. There you go. Yeah, what so am I'm I? I'm jealous. I'm jealous of him. What am not, I? Not to not Shop to do me. you. Yeah, not to do you a disservice. I'm delighted to be here, of course. Oh. But you know, of course, Cheltenham isn't a city. Cheltenham's a town. It's a town. Yeah, it's a very large town. It's a large town, and Gloucester is a small city. I'd heard rumours. Oh yeah, unsubstantiated. From who? Or you're not uh, allowed you know, to say? No, just people. Just just yeah, people. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'd heard rumours that Cheltenham is the biggest town in the UK. Is that right? That may not be true. I don't know. That could just be like, but it sounds true. It could be true. Doesn't it? It sounds like it could be true. Based on what we know about Cheltenham, that could very well be true. Yeah. I can't think of a bigger town that I've been to. No. It gets a bit woolly, though, doesn't it? Because there's St. David's in Pembrokeshire, which is the UK's smallest city. Correct. We've been there. We have been there. Yeah. On that fateful summer. Yes, where we drove, well, you drove around the country. I drove, yeah, yeah, yeah. I navigated. We didn't even have sat-nav then. No, in those days you had We didn't even have sat-nav and we navigated our way around the country. Kids these days, they don't know they're born. No, they don't. We we only had one car. We had to... only had three wheels. We had to load the dishwasher by hand. (laughs) All we had was the sun and a theodolite. Yeah. Headed for the horizon. We just just followed where our noses took us. I, uh, here's a weird... The blast from the past, or if you want to feel old. Go on. Uh, I love feeling old. It's great. A friend of my mom mm-hmm. got in contact because her daughter is a student at our old secondary school. So, right. Yeah, she's uh, uh, just started, brand, okay. brand new to the school, and she had, she had some history homework, which, <laughs> which was... To, oh, don't. Oh, no. no. <laughs> which was to find an old man to talk to. Basically, find an ex-student of Newant. Right. Uh, which is which is cool, and interview them. Oh God! So uh, it was very. It was like, hey, can you help? And can you help? Like, so are you saying you're essentially a historical figure now? Basically, like, it, because she wasn't allowed to go out and dig up a corpse, I was the next best <laughs> thing. Is what I'm saying. Um, a corpse would probably have been a bit livelier. Yeah, but were you, were you not feeling it? No, I. I it was. It was very nice, but it, I like the fact that it was short. Noise, because otherwise I would have like started 
thinking about Jack it. Jack Fortune is a con artist <laughs> well, who, uh, once he won't see his kills, proceeded to take over the afterlife and run it like a business. Oh, oh, oh you've, you've, I've heard the, you've, I've you've heard read, the patter. You've read the book, yeah. I've heard uh, the patter. Mm. So they were like, okay, uh, can you help? I was like, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, can you help, like, now? Oh. I was like, oh, okay, So yeah, did sure. they want to interview you because you've done something no, with your life? No, 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 not at all. Oh, God, no. Who do you, who do you think <laughs> I am? But it was like, uh, you just went to the school, didn't you? It was like, yes. Right. And then... Thank you for your time. So then they they call up, like, right. half an hour later, and I'm on speakerphone. Oh, yeah. And, and honestly... What, you're in the lesson? No, 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 no. This is in the evening. Oh. So she's adding like... You, you mentioned speakerphone. It threw me off. Yeah, because like uh, her mom was also on the line. Gotcha. And her mom was... All right, I'm, tra- with, I'm with you now. And her mom was transcribing everything ah. while the daughter asked the question. I see. And it was like... Because I, I think like she'd left it to the last minute. And I yeah. think I think it had to be... Anyone in, will do. I know. It had to be in tomorrow. Look, we're not yeah. fussy. Yeah. What's the assignment again? People who, who have achieved, achieved things. Inspired yeah. and don't, achieved. Don't worry about that. That's fine. That's just a guideline. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not essential. Um, but yeah, I, I, I felt old. I did yeah. feel old because it... Yeah. We had at my place of work a work experience um, placement last year. Uh, a young girl who went to our old school. Oh, wow. Which was a strange coincidence seeing mm. as this, where we are now, is a fair way away from our old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind anyway, of like she rolled across the street. You know how when you're in work experience, the teacher would come and check on you to make sure you've, oh, been, God. you've been going. Yeah. And you're there. Yeah, that you're not. The just... teacher who walked in was one of our old teachers. Oh, no. <laughs> and was like, she was like, do you remember her name was Miss Palmer? That do- She was yes. a home economics teacher. That does ring a bell. Anyway, yeah. she came in. Hi, my name's Pippa. Was like, hello, miss. <laughs> oh no! She was like, oh, all right. And she saw. I think she sort of recognised me. That's got to be a nightmare, though, hasn't it? If you're yeah. the teacher. Oh yeah. Because how many children have you dealt with? Oh, you must like over the years. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, hundreds. I wouldn't. Some people would be offended if your teacher forgot you. Though I wouldn't. No, I don't give a shit. But. No, so I'd, I'd actually, I'd, I'd rather they did forget yeah. me. I'd be like, you know, no, you're living a life. Like you don't need to be. Yeah, but she said, as she walked out, she goes to me, the teacher this is, oh, you'll have to write to us and you can be one of our success stories. I was like, really? (laughs) Really? Uh, I mean, what? (laughs) At the time, you were were naked from the waist down as well, unshaved. She'd come to my shack (laughs) to make sure the work experience was still there. But I, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I never, I never, I never did. So, oh, Chris, very good. You, you got dressed today. Someone, yes, yes. Someone goes, oh, and how is Chris Ray? Oh, he's very well. He's got his own shack. Oh, oh, put him on the success wall. Come look, on. Look, look at the yearbook. It's like most likely to, <laughs> most likely to own own shack, own or part own shack. <laughs> well, it was like. It was like, you know, uh, when did you start school and when did you leave school? And I was mm. like, well, 1997 and 2004. And then you go, and I was like, Jesus. And I was like, but that wasn't very long ago. Uh, I was like, oh, wait, actually. 15 years. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, I always think about that at uni. We, we have this conversation because I'm still in touch with a lot of people from uni. Every year we have the conversation. Oh, the people who, who are starting out uni now were however old. Yeah. When we started uni this year, it's they were four years old. When we started university, I mean, sweet Jesus, that is that, yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, because I've been, uh, it's a new academic year. Mm. We've had new students starting sure. the university where I at the university where I work, and 
it's young people are awful, aren't they? I <laughs> I um I hate the vast potential they have ahead of them. I hate uh I hate how... that they're not burdened. Uh, yeah, like we are. I hate how how um I am irrelevant now because yeah. of them. Oh, the the world's moved on. Yeah. The world has massively moved on. We had our chance, basically. Yeah. I think I think it's fair to say if you haven't achieved anything by the age of twenty seven, you're you're basically you're done. Do- for. Oh, you're oh done. yeah, yeah, you're done. For. Yeah. You might just be lay out to pasture now. I know, I know. I'm just uh you know, I'm I'm just I'm just glad if I can end a day without being in pain. You know, that's like <laughs> I never do. <laughs> I'm resigned to the fact I won't be. I dream, I dream of those moments. That's I okay. wake up every morning and my hips hurt. Yeah. It's a lower Awful. Back. It's a lower back for me. Yeah, hips and lower back, yeah. Yeah. Right Right now, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And we're smiling. Yeah. We're having a good time. But I'm thinking about my back. Yeah. Oh, it, mine like my is now hurting. starting to hurt because we're talking yeah. about it, frankly. Oh, and the weather. Your joints. Well, yeah. I hoped you would ask me how I was when we came and started recording. Oh, But how? you didn't. Oh, no. okay. it's, it's fine. But it's, I'll just yeah. tell, tell you well, what so I'm my memory's anyway. going because of my yeah. age. <laughs> When did you get here? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> get out of my house. You're not the carer. Um, I've been so tired mm. this week. Yeah. Since the weather turned. I know. I've been so <laughs> my, tired. My lumbago has really been kicking in. <laughs> I am exhausted. Yeah, today especially, my eyes were going. I know. Don't know what that's all about. And, I mean, I, I had to... Uh, we had a team away day today. Mm-hmm. And... That sounds awful. Well... There were multicoloured hats oh, involved. Jesus. Now you know my track record with hats. Sure. Did you find one to fit? No. And I had I had six in a row that I had to wear. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, and the thing is, like, it's bad enough when someone hangs me a real, actual fabric hat. Yeah. But if you give me a paper hat, oh no, that hat's gonna die. Like, was it what was it like tissue paper? Yeah, like party about? hats. Yeah. Oh no. It was a really I weird. Bet they split. Oh, they did. Yeah. And, and the idea is that we we were brainstorming. Different oh, creative endeavors. Sure. Uh, uh, this was being led by a, a marketing expert. <sighs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, optimistic. Yeah, okay. keeping open mind. Let's keep, keep an open keep, mind. Keep him his Keep him his own. And the idea was, uh, and this was clearly like a, a, a tried and tested routine, yeah. is that you had a series of hats, and every hat was a different color. Right. And when you were wearing one hat, you yeah. were you had to be factual. I see. So you were given different. Perso- not personas. Kind of. You but, but, but given but, different roles. But everyone wore them at the same time. Okay. So it's like, okay, everybody put on your white hats. Oh. And that means now you're... Well, why do you need hats? Oh, it's, it's a... Can't you just say now you're going to do it like this? It's like a mind-expanding drug. Like some people would take LSD, but instead we have to wear different hats. But what difference does the hat make? It's, it's just a metaphor. The hat is a metaphor in this That's scenario. That's a waste of yeah. money and time and effort. Well, it's certainly in my, in my case. Although you are now recalling it, indeed. To be so, fair. so that's the thing. I, I remember on the it. other on the other flip side, of it, it left it left an impression. Um, but it's interesting that they could get like four hacks, which were like mm. standard issue <laughs> party hacks, sure. which yeah. are kind of like uh, just come out of a cracker yeah. in different colours. Then they clearly couldn't get a white one. Right. So there was no there was no thematic consistency because oh, no. the white hat was like a paper chef hat. Okay, so I mean you, that that's that's not too bad a compromise. No, but as you're, it goes. you're going from like crown, 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 <laughs> chef. chef's hat, uh, which did have expanding. You could yeah, adjust. Oh, I, can the chef ima- hat. I can picture it. I can picture didn't what work. you're talking about. There's a, it didn't work. It was there's a limit <laughs> to how far it will expand, and and then we had a homemade mortarboard, right. like like you were a like a I graduate. made out of paper. 
and like cardboard and a little hairband. That's so such it kind a of waste like... of everyone's time. Well, we we, we someone t- had to put effort into yes, making that. Someone put a lot of effort into that, and they had to make like 30, 40 of them. My God. So, but we were talking about the thematic thing. So it's kind of like you start with the white hat, and you mm. have to be. I think it was like factual. Like you can only only talk about things you know. Is this in a general sense, or is this part of a in the remit uh, over, of the, a oh, remit of the projects? Okay. So it's like okay, we need to design. Uh, a new car right. or something like that or yeah, a new yeah. mode of transport so you go okay white hat what do we know so what, you can only what do we say, know about transport yeah you can only say true things right then it's like uh, I forget all of, I'll be honest with you I glaze over like creative bit. one was creative yeah. like you can only come up with ideas um, one was critical practicalities yeah so one, one, one was like you can only talk about what's bad about the idea right okay then one was like you can only talk about what's good about yeah, the idea. Yeah, yeah. Then one was like, <laughs> "This is not the shittest idea I've ever heard." That's a shit hat. Yeah. No, wait, wait. It's a great. It's hat. A, good it's hat. a good hat. It's a good hat. It's not the worst hat I've seen. And then one was like, I think this was the red hat. I was like, "Oh, this has got to be anger." Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but no, this one was instinctual. So you had to you had to think from your gut. You had to be had like to walk with your heart. So we had to like come up with like. And the ideas just kept getting like refined and refined and refined, okay. and then it was like instinctual. What do you feel like? Like which what, which, what is, which how I, does this make you feel? Which idea are you gravitating towards? Right. And then finally, at the end of it, you had a you had I had an idea, and then we had to pitch it to the room. Oh. Now I I I know I know um I. I, I'm a little skeptical about marketing in general. Mm. I know it's an area which you and I technically work in. I, well, I work for a company you, with marketing in the name. You work for a company with marketing <laughs> in the name. Uh, I, I am, I am marketing adjacent. Yeah. I'm in communications. Yeah. And running parallel to my, my, my leading theory about marketing mm. is that nobody knows what works because if you did, oh, it's all a massive like throw shit at the wall yeah well I shouldn't say this really but never mind. no 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 but it's true though isn't it and see what sticks and if it works do it again because if we knew what worked you'd do it once and you'd never need to do it again yeah. like it's... easy so my theory is that like you never no one ever really knows what works we're all just making stuff up and that's a metaphor for life really well maybe so but people get paid a lot of money to pretend they do know what they're talking about mm. when it comes to marketing uh, and so we just had to pitch this idea. Right. And we all took turns. And when it came for our team to pitch, mm. we, you get two minutes to say your piece. Right. And we weren't talking about... And you've got to do it in front of everyone else. Yes. Yeah. And we weren't talking about designing cars. Mm. It wasn't it was something else. It was yeah. something about, like, you know, things that universities yeah, would be interested yeah, about, yeah, a marketing yeah. initiative. And we kind of stood up, and you get two minutes. Mm. And uh, the person leading our group was doing the intro yeah. and they talked for a minute right. and I was looking at the clock and I could see it like ticking oh, down I see. Oh, well. and I was like oh we're not quite we haven't quite you got haven't done the product so I was like I was like initiative. tag me in and basically um, I think <laughs> were, you, were you the right choice for that <laughs> uh, I, I think because I was like a bit sleep deprived oh no uh, I just talked about an ad campaign <laughs> and I I, I Did just, you have to answer questions afterwards? Uh, yeah, so there were questions at the end. Right. But I just talked about this ad campaign, which right. was like an idea we'd come up with like five minutes before going on stage. <laughs> and I just kind of like... The last thing I remember. <laughs> this is the last thing I remember. And I just started talking kind of like nonsense. Uh, like, I just went like, hey, picture a room. Man, <laughs> like, man walks in, you know, he's good looking. He's, he's successful. Bang, something <laughs> happened. Like, just, just like coming up with crap like this. 
And, and, and then everyone started, <laughs> everyone started laughing. Right. And I was like, okay, this is good. Like, at least they're paying attention. Yeah. And then... Your trousers had fallen out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what actually happened. And I was in the wrong room. I was, yeah. Uh, and I woke up. And then they said, what are you doing? It was in the O'Natal ward. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then, then they, they applauded. Right. Good. Uh, which is nice. Yeah. And, and then we realized we had a few seconds left, so we rattled out some other stuff. And also, there'll be social media. Just do that. Also, uh, there'll be some social media. But anyway, the long and short of it is, we won. Good. And well, it can't have been that bad then. Well, that's the thing. And well, or or we have no judgment as a yeah. yeah. But it won, and then everyone at the end was coming over and going like, "That was a brilliant pitch." Like, there you, uh, go. you know, just like maybe yeah. it's because you spoke instinctively. Spoke from heart. I was spoke wearing, from your gut. I was still wearing a red hat. There you go. That was why you spoke from your gut. <laughs> it's very important in business. Well. And that was a weird thing. Like everyone's going, like, "Oh, you're the marketing whisperer." Like, how did how did you how do you know how to do this? I'm like, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really don't. It's bollocks. I know. It's all just. I I just the only difference was I just talked with passion about something I knew nothing about. Yeah, that's that's the trick. And then at the end, everyone, even like the expert is going, like, uh, "Don't know your name. What's your name?" I was like, "Oh, John." He said, "You see, John, that's the power of a good pitch. You know, power of a good pitch." Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm a fraud. I just, I just made something up. But that's a good that's a good go. sales technique though. Not a technique. No, but like just sales patter. Because mm. you had an event recently and you were selling at that, presumably. So that's good experience. Yeah. It's just well, I mean, the only difference was we 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 just spent a weekend in, in Glasgow. Yeah. Thank you for looking after our cat, by the way. You're welcome. It's very, very Still kindly. alive, that cat. Oh, he's doing fine. Yeah. I good. mean yeah, the only injuries he sustained were prior to you yes. taking care of him, which were great. God bless him. He's been fighting cats. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Well, you told us this last episode. I, I think believe. I did. Yeah, his face exploded. I remember telling Liz the story. Yes, you mean she didn't listen to the podcast? Well, I told her it before she. Listened oh, to the I see. She always yeah. asks, "How was the podcast?" Ah. And then I give her basically the York notes of the and podcast. You say, you say, "Don't ask me. Listen." Thing is, I get home. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> I get home and she'll go, "Oh, what were John's um, loves and hates, and what were Nick's loves and hates?" And I'm like, I'm there thinking, I can't remember for the life of me. I, I cannot remember what they said. I barely recall. You know, from in the moment, yeah. While we're here, the um, but no, um, we were up in Glasgow. We were selling yes. comics, and Glasgow is very far away. It is it's if like you a, drive, certainly. It's only if you're driving. It's like a 700 mile round trip, uh, and it was an all right show. Good, as in it was good. Yeah, it wasn't amazing, but it was but good. Fine. Yeah, we found it quite hard to get engagement from people. Oh yeah, like to the point where. We'd go long periods going like, it was a bit quiet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Or you go like... But there were people there, but there not were necessarily people, people coming up they to you. It was just very hard to like... We were, we, we were joking about it, but with like a grain of truth to it. Uh, you get like different audiences sometimes, and it's a bit hard to predict. Like, sometimes people are just really up for it. Like, yeah, hey, how are you doing? Like, I'm not going to buy, but I just want to chat. I'm like, that's okay. Like, it's <laughs> that's nice fine. To... But we're on the clock. <laughs> yeah. But, but but other times you get people come up and they don't want to talk at all. Yeah. And they just go, I'll buy that. Yeah. Like, like literally, like, you know. Well, that's people, isn't it? And the, the only thing we you can't... can't trust people. Yeah. And, and it's, it's impossible to predict. And the yeah. people organising the show, I don't think can predict because it changes every show. Well, probably every day of the show, I would imagine. But yeah, we ha- we just found it hard to like... We never do the hard sell. We're always like, hey, how you doing? Have, yeah, a, bra- have yeah, a browse yeah. if you want. People people are wise to that sort of thing now. Yeah. I always think. People aren't stupid. What, the soft sell? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, no, just, <laughs> no. just everything. All of all of the aspects of the of business and selling and buying and this, that and the other. I feel people are more wise to that sort of thing now. So just treat them like they're actual people. It must be. And you'll probably be all right. I understand it, though, because it must be intimidating if you're walking down an aisle you just got like 20 desperate yeah, people on the side. Res- I've never responded to anyone coming up to me trying to sell something. I'd be more inclined to walk out of the shop. There's a few people um, 
I won't name names. There's a few people uh, who are infamous f- mm. in the community for doing very aggressive sales. Right. Like literally like you. But does that work? Maybe th- it does. I it think must, it does for it does. the first sale. Yeah. I don't think it gets returning customers. Because yeah. if you feel pressured, you often go, oh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll get it. It can work. You can bludgeon yeah. people into buying something. I would just walk off. Yeah. But I'm very rude. Well, yeah, you are. Yeah, Belliger- <laughs> belligerent. <laughs> Surly. Even belligerent. your soft sell. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't talk to Don't, me. Oh, Jesus. Just trying to live my life. I'm just, I'm just walking here. Got to say, though, everyone in Glasgow, very friendly. Were they? Genuinely. But you said to me they sound like they're angry, but they're not necessarily. Everyone sounds furious yeah. all the time, yeah. but they're actually like really nice. I've been to Glasgow work mm. with work. Um, I felt I was being looked at because of my English accent. I felt every time that I spoke, they could someone was going, <gasps> looking at me like I was like an outsider. I was probably just being paranoid. Probably one of the best. And uh, if you ever want like one interaction that sums up selling comics mm. on an independent level. <laughs> it was uh, the Saturday. We got our, we got our table. We're all set up. Got the comics. It's all great. Guy guy comes by with his son, and he's walking by, and he and I see him, and he looks after. I think. I mean, he looks at me, and I go, "Hey, how are you doing?" He goes, <laughs> and he looks at him, and he he's, uh, he's he's still walking. He's not yeah, sl- yeah. He's slowing down. He goes, "That's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He goes, "That's that's, uh, that's after." I think he goes, "I read I read that online." Really? He's, he goes, "It's all right." I'm like, "There you go." I'm like, "Oh oh, cheers, man. Thank you." And he goes, "I'll tell you what, though." He goes, if you should, uh, you should uh, find some way to monetize it. He goes like, oh, it's great. He goes, that's the problem. He's like, I read it online. It's wonderful. I just, no, there's no, no way to monetize it. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm selling this. I'm here with a heart that's true. Yeah. And these books. And I did a really good Glaswegian accent at the weekend. And I've lost it now. <laughs> I was, I was all over it. Um, that's how excited I am. But yeah. yeah if only there did were. He buy, did he buy anything? He didn't buy anything. Fuck did he? Did he fuck? No. Oh. I'd say if, if only there were a way to monetize. These books, which I've lugged 350 miles to be here today. Yeah. I mean, that is um, consumerism at its greatest, isn't it? If there was only there was a way for you to make money out of this, oh, just, well, this is for sale. I've got to say, I've read I've read an entire comic online. Yeah. I've read over 700 pages of content. And yeah, I just, I read it all for free. And I just, I wish I could give you some money. I'll be honest with you, John. I've never read your comic online. Have you not? No, but I do buy it. That's very kind of you. Thank you. And I don't read it either, but you know, I, I buy it. Well, it's 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 in my bookshelf, and I have read it on the toilet. I thought it was on your, I thought it was in your toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not in your toilet. You not know. in the toilet. toilet. That would be very toilet rude adjacent. If I put it there. Yeah. It's, in, it's in the room where my toilet is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got it. You got to have oh, reading material it. on the toilet. Oh, you got it. Yeah. It's very important. I feel like phones have brought that, you know, into. Well, eyes. I am. <laughs> I'm told off quite a lot. Because I spend a long time in the toilet, and it's not necessarily because I'm doing my business for that no. long. It's because I'm reading something, <laughs> and I'm there. I'm there. It's twenty minutes later. I'm still there with my trousers around my ankles. Sometimes it's just it's just nice to have a place to think. I'm just I'm just reading an article by the Guardian or something about lower league German football, mm. and I'm just going, oh, that's very interesting. Why are you taking so long? I feel like in a previous age we would have shags. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you just go out the outhouse, to, go out to the outhouse, my like, tool shed. <laughs> Oh, dad. <laughs> just go out to your shed, you know, just chill for a bit. Are you doing work? No one knows. Maybe you're reading. It's not reading. important. It's not important. It's like my granddad. He's got his um, his weird garage, which... Well, uh, they call them man caves now, don't they? Yeah. That's a, that's become a bit of a cliched term. I feel like man cave implies a level of comfort, which my granddad's garage does not provide. Oh, fair enough. It's like a man cave may have, like, a chair 
maybe like a radio, maybe. See, uh, yeah. Even like a TV, if you're being really. Well, fancy. I associate that term with maybe a games console or a big screen mm. or something like that. Somewhere where the man goes to be on his own. Yeah. Contemplate what's going on in his life. Maybe watch a football match. Whereas my granddad's is more like old tools and lashing. Like he's lashed <laughs> everything to everything else. Oh like God. it's just like cables everywhere. All oh, more lashing. <laughs> Granddad, you've not been you've not been to sea in thirty years. It's like <laughs> you never know when a swell will come. Yeah, uh, I lost so many men. But that is—I mean, I wouldn't know where to start with a tool shed. No, I'd walk in, I'd go, "Oh look," because there is a vice in my <laughs> pet. Oh yeah, in my parents' garage. Right. And I, as a kid, I always used to play with it. Yeah. Like, go, oh look at that. Who doesn't now, that? Now I'd be like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" What am I? What? I just get my finger trapped in it. I think. <laughs> Put your finger in. It's like tighten it. Yeah. Oh no. And that is like now what? Help. Now what? Oh yeah. I wouldn't. I'm useless with tools, as you have seen yourself. Well, seeing as you had to help me put some shelves up. I think you're just waiting for your moment to shine. In a new, in you a know. new place. Yeah. I think you're just waiting for you know the time when you know you'll need you need it. Well, we fixed the shower not that long ago. We had we have like a stand up shower. Yeah. Thing, and the doors kept falling off when we moved in. And we fixed that. Are they hanging? Are they on like they're wheels? on? They're on um, like a runner. Yeah, like a curved runner, and they every time you used to open them because they slide open. Yeah, it just used to come off this the hinges. <laughs> so that was an that was inconvenient. Well, I I can imagine. We um, I remember a weird murder house I lived in in Canada mm. in Toronto. There was like nine of us in that house, and the shared bathroom had. This massive glass pane above across the shower, sure. like uh, in a metal frame. Uh, sorry, did I say metal? I meant a tetanus oh. frame. Yeah, with like jagged edges. Lovely. And it was literally just hanging from this bar on these two little plastic wheels. So the only That's thing, keep, only thing keeping it there was gravity. God. It was terrifying. Did it ever fall down? Oh, it did. Oh, yeah, and you okay. had to like. It was horrible. Lever it back up. It's not something you want to be doing while you've got clothes on, let alone when you're... <laughs> oh, it's everything, everything, right, is more inconvenient when you're bollock naked. Yeah. Everything. Like, yeah. Any practical Practic- I mean, job. I'm not saying, you know... You re- know relations. 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 I'm not saying relations. No. But everything else. Oh, yeah, because I have to go down every weekend. I go downstairs... Because during the week, Liz's alarm goes off about quarter to seven. Okay. And that's when the dog knows to wake up. Yes. Because that's the routine. So Liz will go down, give her a breakfast. Da, 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 da. Dog comes back upstairs, Liz showers, etc., etc. At the weekend, when I'm around, I do it because it's only fair. Um, and I, because I can't be asked, I just walk down naked, feed oh, the that's, dog. That's good to know. The yeah. problem with that <laughs> is that you have a French window. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah, our, yeah. our conservatory, as you know, is all windows. And the neighbours can definitely see into it. <sighs> now, I'm not saying they've ever seen me let the dog out, but it'll happen one day. <laughs> it will happen. It will happen it's, one it's day. It's only a matter of time. thing is, I could counteract that by just putting some pyjama bottoms on, but I'm not going That's to. That's a lot of effort. I mean, why should I? No. I live there. It's, you pay your mortgage. Why should I? You pay, you pay council tax. Yeah, I work hard. <laughs> my my thing is it's like uh, talking about nudity in my house sure. it's like the bed is inconveniently in the way of uh, the curtains so for I, so what I'm yeah, saying is I find 
the added inconvenience, which let's be honest, is maybe like two seconds extra. Yeah, work, but it is inconvenient. Having to having to go around the bed to mm. draw the curtains. Oh, I see. Are you are you further from the bed? Yeah, further it's, from the curtains. It's basically sorry. like after I've showered and I come back into the bedroom to get dressed, mm. I'm like, I'm not going to go over and shut the curtains. No, why should you? So I actually I kind of bend double. <laughs> Which I feel is worse in a way. So I'm naked, kind of yeah. like bent like an L, kind of like <laughs> um, basically like waddling around the room. Yeah. And I know that out the back window, it's mostly like our back garden, and then like there's like a, a an elderly person's bungalow. Mm. And I'm like, I, I know they're not gonna. Their eyesight's not great. Yeah. They're not gonna be able to see you anything. Can, we can always explain it to them. Yeah. There's a tree kind of in the way. Yeah. Or 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 and this is what I've been telling myself for like a year. Mm. Or I'm eventually going to speak to him, and they're going to be like, "Oh, it's for naked, oh, it's, it's, it's for naked it's gentleman, for naked from boy. Over the yeah. road. Why does he always walk bent <laughs> over? It's really weird." So I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like a gambler. Yeah. Like I've committed long term now to this fraud. I can't go. The thing is, you've probably been doing it long enough now that you're not going to change. How do you feel about being naked in front of a window? What <laughs> the window starts at like waist height. Well, mm, funny you uh, should mention oh, well, that, John. Because I have that window in my bedroom. We have a bay windows that face out onto the road. Yeah. Um, which is a main road that goes into town. I'm familiar with the road. You have seen me through that window, not naked. Not naked. Putting up curtains when we yes. first moved in. And we were trying desperately trying to get your attention. Yeah, which, but... you did, which you failed to do, which no. is fine. But you can appreciate that people could see me from the road. Oh, 100%. From yeah. that window. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have been in that room naked, having had a shower... <laughs> With the windows wide open. So what I have to do is crawl on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Just crawl along, crawl along, pull the curtains, pull the curtain the other way, and then go, all oh, right, I'm okay now. Good. <laughs> that's like, the problem with that is, that's like me being bent over. It's like, to, to avoid the shame. <laughs> if anybody catches you, me, oh, yeah. me bent over, or you crawling on your hands crawling and knees. Crawling naked on my hands and knees. If if anybody then walks into the room and catches you by surprise, they're like, "What are you doing?" And I'm yeah. like, "I can't let them see my shame." The thing is, Liz, living li- lives with me, obviously, yeah. and has done for two and a half years. I feel like I wouldn't need to explain what I was doing to her. She could walk in and catch me doing that, and she would know exactly what was happening. Yeah, she's mostly on to you by now. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Oh, for God's sake, it's so funny. this again." It's weird, like the levels of because I've I've maintained for a while that if you're in a car. Mm. driving mm. you could theoretically be naked from the waist down and probably get, yeah. in, get I away mean, with so, it I mean but um, speed cameras would catch you out on that front perverted yeah yeah. but don't don't speed if you're half naked no in keep, the car. keep to the speed keep limit keep to the speed limit and you'll be alright or a lorry driver might see you if I was a lorry driver that might brighten up my day I'd be like too I'd be, high I'd be too dr- high I'd be driving the a long way but it's interesting, like, if you're 100% naked, mm. but you're standing in front of a window that starts at <laughs> waist height, then you're like... What counts as indecent exposure, though, this in is, this scenario? This is the question. Like, But here's the thing. If you walked by the window mm. and you were wearing trousers but no shirt, wouldn't feel, would you feel too worried? Because um, you know your shame is hidden. Yeah, I don't know. It's, this is the thing. I don't know. These are the questions that yeah, keep me awake. I've never about. thought about it. So then it's like if you walk by a window, same window, yeah, and you're wearing a shirt but no trousers, you're like, this is my. Well, secret. Where's the window? Well, the same window. Oh, the same, same window. Yeah, okay, but so you go like, this is my secret. Nobody knows. 
Yeah, but then people might figure it out depending on how you're standing. <laughs> people might look up going, but he's naked. Could be a- <laughs> but his bottom half's naked. Look at look at how look at how he's standing. Un- un- his <laughs> hands on his hips. Unusually wide wide scans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then, and then the the uh, piece de la resistance is you have nothing on, mm. and you're naked in front of a window that starts at the waist, and everyone goes, oh, "Look at him. He's uh, topless." Because nobody. I still would, think people could tell though. But no one would think you were brazen enough to be fully naked. I don't know. Or even worse, naked but you're wearing socks. Which is somehow, would, but some, no one would know that. But that's somehow more naked. You know what I mean? But that's deliberately naked. It, it's for Sonic. If the you've he- taken the time to put socks on, yeah, that means you've not been caught out. You're just being a dickhead. You're making a statement. Yeah, you're, at that d- point. you're saying I'm naked and I don't give a shit. I just say that's the thing. That's so weird, isn't it? The socks add something a sinister, sinister to it. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, I've I've never thought about it in that great depth. No, I'm glad we have though. Well, like I said, this is like. A show called Hate Nikes. Well, I did have a hate prepared. I was going to bring... Yeah, do you want to do, do some hates? If you want to. Yeah, I we think, might as well. I think we've successfully filled the time that would otherwise be wasted on Nick. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. 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 Let's, do, let's do... How long have we... Oh, yeah. I mean, half an hour or so. Hour. Yeah, good, yeah. Good, okay. Good. So, have you got a hate? Yeah, all right then. Yeah, g- give me a hate. The existential, the existential dread of being at the front of a queue in Wilkinson's. <laughs> right. Right, okay. Here's why. Okay. So, you've waited in this queue... Okay. For a long time. Let's say you've been in the queue for 15 minutes. Wow. A long it's time. Quite, it's quite a queue, a actually. A long quite time. A queue. So you're at the front of the queue, you're thinking, God, these people are going to be waiting 15 minutes for me. I better not. I better sort of like be a good customer here. Yeah. I better make this transaction pretty quick. So your mind instantly goes to the place where the so reason we're held up is because people have there been... There are bad customers. People don't... For example, bad customers are people who don't have their money ready. Okay. They don't know what they need to pay. Instantly baffled. By... In, in, like there are someone will say, "Oh, that'll be uh, five ninety nine, please," and then they get their wallet out. <sighs> what the hell is that? Hate to see it. It's like, oh, oh, what's your shit? Yeah, I do need to pay you money. Oh yeah, this is an exchange. Exactly. Of so you know, get called uh, till number five, please. So you go on to till number five. And you're thinking, right? All these people are waiting behind me. Got to be a good customer. So you've got to get to the till promptly but not too promptly that you're overtaking the customer who's already there. You've got to wait for them to leave, but get there at a point when everyone else is still thinking, ah, he's on the ball. Then you've got to do your transaction very, very quickly. They'll give you the change. You can't fumble with your change. The pressure, when you're given change and you've got to start putting change in your wallet really, really quickly Mm -hmm. so the next person can come along. Jesus Christ, I've never felt pressure like it. I've never felt pressure like it when I'm at the till at Wilkinson's. Is... Is, I feel like everyone's looking at me. Is is it an extension of feeling that, like, I'm causing a problem? Like, yeah. you, like you're somehow... I'm concerned that I'm holding everyone else up. Because I'm, I'm a very impatient person. Well, but, ah, ah. But actually, what you're saying, it sounds like you're a conscientious person. I'm a conscientious but thinking... impatient person. Like, if someone fumbles with their money yeah. or doesn't have their wallet out at the queue, I'm t- I'm there. I'm the first person at the front of the queue tutting. I will kill you. Going, oh, f- I, uh, I, I... Honestly, it winds me up when people do that, so I'm conscious of doing it to other people. Hmm. I hate the pressure that surrounds that, though, in my own mind. It's so weird, isn't it? It's like, probably the moment where I would probably just, you know, I wait for the ground to open me up yeah. as if, like, you're going to the till... And you drop something. Yeah. Or, or, or you fumble. 
Or you've got to pack your bag. Pack so your you've got to pack your bag. If, like, say you've got some dog oh. treats and things like that, yeah. which I do at Wilkinson. And then you've got to pack your bag, and that takes a while. And it's like, oh, yeah. God. Oh, it's like, you know, any any supermarket experience where you are, uh, the items go through. Yeah. Like, if, you're doing, if you're doing a big you're shop. feeling rushed. Yeah. If you do the big shop, that's fine. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone knows, a lot of stuff going through. Yeah. Got a bit of time. But if it's like maybe a one-bagger. Yeah. Uh, and you got to pile everything in know, the bag because they're scanning them so quickly. Quick, quick! You got to get everything in the bag so the next customer can come. Quick, 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 oh, quick! You know, and, and and because all they have to do is scan it, they've thrown through twenty items. Yeah, in a, in a, in a blur. Two. Yeah, and then and then they go. That'll be uh, fifteen pounds. Then you've got to get your card uh, out. Like, oh. Then you've not got your wallet out. Yeah, you got to get pay, pay your card. And the person behind you, me, is going. Oh, for fuck! See, and, and like um, pressure. Lucy and I have I have been together for nearly ten years now, which is mm. kind of insane. And I think. The real congratulations. Th- thank you, thank you. Uh, I feel like the real test and uh, kind of like uh, measure mm. of our of our relationship is how quickly we work together uh, in the checkout aisle. Yes. Basically, where we are like, um, oh yeah, where one of you stacking, the other's paying. Yeah, you know, and then in that brief pause between entering your pin number, you know, you got a few seconds, you can get another, you can get a few more items in yeah. then. Well, I'm I'm told explicitly when we go shopping to stay out of the way. <laughs> So I just pay. Oh, you, will, I, you will lose a finger. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm useless at that kind of thing. Certainly doing oh. it in an organised way. Is that because you've never been given the chance? Oh no, to, I have, to I've, learn. I've certainly been given the chance. I've just wasted all of those chances. I was at, uh, I was at uh, Tesco's the other day. Other, right. other supermarkets yeah, are, they are available. They are yeah. available. And um, you know the the greatest gift they you know gave to mankind was mm. the self service area so you didn't have well, to have they these. annoy me well different I'm reasons. sure I've spoken yeah. before on this show before on this show the point is I remember like you got uh, two rows of mm. you know self service go help yourself go where you want just look for a green light yeah and there was a lady just like adrift on the tigers of life just kind of like <laughs> bouncing about from and I'm like and she walks up and she starts walking back mm. and I'm like Oh, one of the machines must be broken. Yeah, that's why she's coming back. So I've yeah. already kind of like started to go forward, and she, but but she's returning. Yeah. So I go, oh, clearly it's, it's not. And then the guy behind me is like, "You going or not?" You know. Yeah. And then suddenly three people are caught in this oh, awkward social scenario. But then she turns around again, and she goes off to another one. Oh, and it's like I'm like, but has she already scanned an item? No, I don't. Well, who knows? That's worse. When yeah. someone scanned an item, and then they give up on that till. And you've then got to be like, oh, I've got to wait now. And I've it's got going... to wait for the person to come along yeah. and reset and the self-service. Oh, my God. The only interesting... I mean, the thing of Wilkinson's in particular is, and this is my only Wilkinson's anecdote, Okay, is that um, I believe I may have seen myself from the future <laughs> in a Wilkinson's once. Oh, yeah. It's very bizarre. What, I, what was the person shopping for? Well, I was in the long queue. Right, yeah, similar yeah. Similar situation. Yeah. And I, Feeling the pressure. And I uh, just, you know, as your mind's racing, thinking, oh, God, don't screw it up, John. Don't yeah. screw it don't up. Screw don't screw up this transaction. Um, this social transaction. <laughs> the money's not important. In front, but, in front of the yeah. whole town. And I realised the guy in front of me was wearing exactly oh, what I was wearing. Jeans, a white shirt, a jacket. Yeah. Was it a yellow jacket? No, it was my, it was like a leather jacket. Okay. Not identical because he's got an actual no, time yeah, travel. Well, that would, yeah. But he was, and your jacket would probably wear by the time. Yeah, exactly. Got to yeah, his age. it was maybe uh, twenty years older than me. Right, thirty maybe. Was Gr- it your dad? It was not my dad. Maybe no. So- uh, but he had gray, he had he had gray hair and a lot of it. Yeah, and a beard. Right. And I was like, 
and he couldn't see me because I was behind him. But I was looking at him, going, "That looks familiar. This is this is odd. Yeah, like this is re- like would someone have looked at you two in a queue and gone, huh? Father and son, yeah, out and about. Well, look yeah. at them. Yeah, why aren't they like queuing together? I go like we were actually twins. Yeah, I got all the the good juice. The worst queuing experience I've had, uh, sort of a, like for a transaction at least. I was at uh, no, where was I? I was at Nat West. Which was my old bank. Other banks are Other are banks available. are, well, yeah. I'm about to tell you about one of them. Oh, so <laughs> I went, I waited in this queue for about 20 minutes. Another sponsorship deal down the yeah. damage. Yeah. yeah. And I went up, I was like, hello. Hello. I thought, yeah. I'll be cheery, whatever. Yeah, nice. I've be been nice. waiting here 20 minutes, but whatever. Um, I'd like to withdraw some money, please. That's not it was a significant not, amount of money. It's not unreasonable. That's not unreasonable. No, no, so bank, I handed yeah. them my card uh, and it just went, dude, and it like, as if to signify that it hasn't worked. And I was like, oh, God, what's okay. going on here? Yeah. So the woman hands me back my card and goes, sir, you don't have a bank with us, and this is a Santander card. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. I switched banks about a month ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been drinking today. And I, oh, I hadn't even. This was lunchtime at work. I just, yeah, I just completely forgot that I'd switched banks. Oh, that's quite impressive. Keep for 20 minutes and embarrass myself. That's the pressure. Gets to me. So I'm just letting that moment kind of sink in. Yeah. Oh, if, that happened. If we had sponsors, of which you've probably scared off Most any of. potential, yeah, that would have been where the ad break went. Yeah. We could put an ad break in. We we could just put we our could own make in. an advert for don't know someone something something some frozen product probably. What's your hate? My hate is, and I apologise oh, yeah. in advance because this will hit a little close to home. Oh no. Football humour. <gasps> Are you talking about lad banter? Well, it's a subset. There's a Venn diagram right. here where lad banter. It's in it's in the middle somewhere. Because, well, what what have you uh, got an example of? Well, what well this okay, is? okay. Um, this is yeah. This is this could cause controversy. There is a new ad for a new show. Yeah, and I've already forgotten what it's called. It's called something like I don't know, Top of the Net or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? <laughs> uh, and it is a is this the one Peter Crouch? Is yeah, on? yeah. What's, okay. it, what's it called? I don't know what it's right, yeah. called. So it's like coming to Amazon yeah, TV, yeah. and it's a new football-related chat show slash comedy yeah. show. Yeah. And it's basically, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's a football journalist. Gabby. Uh, she was Gabby Yarath Logan now. Gabby Logan. She married a rugby player. So we have someone with journalistic sport credentials. Yeah. Then we have that comedian, a Bishop, John Bishop. Oh. I've always had a theory that like a co- comedians have to be a little weird. I've always felt that like there's comedy in being the outsider yeah. or the underdog. And yet John Bishop, he, you know, he, he might say stuff like, oh, yeah, when I was a... He's a scouser. He's got a strange voice. He sounds like he's drunk all the time. But he, he'll, he'll always go like, you know... Oh, you know, this isn't an accident. You're like, when I was young, I I made jokes to avoid bullies, and I'm like, John, you John, look at you. You you were you were punching like some. You were punching. The yeah, you, you were punch or punching. You were punching, punching a nerd. The, the, yeah, not the bullies. Yeah, the you stole jokes from the, the kid you were stealing lunch money from. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like look at. It's like he doesn't. He, he's too good looking yeah, to be a bloke. to be a comedian, and his teeth are. Good Crazy. at sports as well. Did marathons for comic relief. Did like he really? Ran, ran a load of marathons. Okay, so now I, now I now I feel bad because he did work for. He's got. Ah, charity, well, everyone yeah. has. Um. So yeah, then it's like, uh, all I can see are the producers behind the scenes going like, well, 
the banks are already flowing. Oh yeah, like we're already have bands. We're already having a great time. Gotta have bands. And then we'll get that Peter Crouch guy on because he's uh, he's funny and he did that dang swongs. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll get fourth, just random football person because if you follow football, you must be you, good. You must be good at bands. Oh yeah. Got to be good at bands. Everyone's yeah. good at bands. It's like Jimmy Bullard. Well, you're probably thinking of Soccer AM, yes. which was a show many years ago, and that's probably the dawn of football bank bants. That show, I just—it's like the thing is, I I don't count myself as a normal I've, football fan. No, no. In that I'm not like lads. Why do that? If I do it, I do it ironically. You do it ironically, yeah. I think I I think the thing that annoys me about it. Just because I'm an outsider, because I've never really got it. Mm. As you know, you've known me my whole life, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, banks in general. Let's break it down. Bants. Ep- epic bants with the lads. Yeah. Oh, I'm I remember up. when banter wasn't a word. It was like an old word that nobody really used anymore. And then it made a comeback. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's quite a good word, banter. And now it's just like, oh. You feel like know. originally banter is something that like in the Canterbury Tales, like, you know, yeah. two peasants would two, banter. Two peasants would banter over a sausage roll. So now we, so you've got like the greatest circle, which is like, oh, the Earl of Banterbury, yeah. you know. Ban and deck. Ban and deck, Bant yeah. And, deck. If, and then if you work in university marketing, there is the... Oh, no. Sorry, the University of Banterbury, which is, yeah, I, I, I just aged... Did they ten, go with that? I, no, I just aged 10 years yeah. saying it out loud. It's a, um, it's a spoof account. Oh, but but it's run by somebody who clearly works for a, yeah. a university and it's all in jokes. Oh yeah. Ugh. But um so you've got epic bands with the lads, you know, yeah. or you know, old um and you always have like Tugger Dave or something <laughs> like you know. Uh, yeah, that nickname Dave. Do you remember that time uh Tugger Dave uh Tugger Dave tried to uh, import a uh, a crocodile rug or something yeah. like that and I was like, oh, it's not where I was not where I was expecting that anecdote <laughs> to go, yeah. <laughs> And then it got wasted. Oh, classic, yeah. classic Tugger Dave. And then, um, and, and there's some bad bants. Don't like bullying bants, you know. Yeah. You've got to pick on someone. But I think we can all agree, I think there's something quite funny about a bunch of guys unironically urging someone to, like, jump off a second floor of a building into yeah. a swimming pool while dressed as a dinosaur. Yeah. And then everyone go like, yeah! And then they end up on the news. And then they end up on the news, yeah. yeah. I, so I like semi-ironic Ban- lad yeah, banks. Like, I like lad banks with a bit of awareness. You yes, know. Uh, and then but there, there is a lack of self awareness about some people who do it. I know they don't quite realise they are a complete cliche. <laughs> and I think that's it. It's like uh, the thing I dislike about football humour mm. or the commercialisation of it is, it's the idea that you're plugging in to arguably one of the biggest fan bases in the world. Uh, like if you love sport, that then the producers. <laughs> Of any kind of show like this, are going. These morons love. Yeah. They, they love football. They love, they love bants. They love football. They they the dictionary definition of comedy suggests they would love John Bishop. You know, and then it's just like, oh, Pete Pete Crouch. He's a bit of a card. Crouchy, Crouchy. And then we just put it, put them all in a room. How can it not be funny? How can, yeah, don't How can it not need, be we funny? Don't need anything yeah. else. And and because it's like. It's a cheap way of plugging into an audience. Uh. You don't have to be good. You just no. have to be. You have to. You have. Yeah. Thing is, Twitter now is just people criticizing pundits. That's all it is. Yeah. Everyone thinks they know better, football fans, and in some cases that's true. Well, I mean, than, than pundits, but yeah. I mean, bear in mind, I have lived with you. Oh yeah. So oh, I know. Used to, I, I used know. to say. Uh, yeah. I know what you want to say. No. No, well, I'm not going to say. No. Don't say those. 
I d- yeah, uh, pic- picture the scene. Uh, thing is, this is when we used to watch every football. You match. just would watch. It's like it was like background noise. Yeah, it was oh, like it was. it was like white noise, pink noise. It was just relaxing. Yeah. You didn't even enjoy it. No. Like these games were awful most of the time. Oh yeah. So yeah, oh, so we yeah. shared house. There was a lot of football being played, and you can tell I I loved it. <laughs> uh, there was an evening where we were just slowly aging watching football. Yeah. And I think I had a laptop out. I was doing some writing or something. And I don't think you and Holton had spoken for like five minutes or so. Don't need to. Then there's a goal. And um <laughs> oh, postage stamp. <laughs> postage stamp. You don't save those. <laughs> and I just I just looked up and I go, are you even, like, what are you saying? Do you even listen to yourself sometimes? Don't save those, Rev. That's not a statement. Yeah. That's not a and then we go back to just not talking. For yeah, a while. and then because God knows we don't want to, we don't want to interact with each other. Don't need to. I think it's like um, commentary, and, and I guess we're kind of touching on like football punditry and yes. commentary. But clearly, there has become now, and I think we kind of took a hint from like American football, uh, where you know, like um, we think of like American football and like uh, the punditry around that. Yeah, it's very cheesy. Oh like, it's yeah, it's very and like. You get these ex. It's all gimmicky. Yeah, it's yeah. so gimmicky. And you get like these ex American footballers yeah. who are built like absolute tanks. <laughs> and then you get them in a suit. Oh, yeah. And squeezed into a suit. You can barely get their neck yeah. into the collar. And they've got like these big gold rings on their fingers. Because yeah. don't you get like a ring if you play if you for like If you win the Super Bowl, a, yeah. you get a ring. Yeah. So they're all wearing like these massive rings. And they look so kind of like. It's like very hip hop. It's very swag. You know, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. like. They just say yeah. words. They're just there because they're a personality. Yeah. And that's true of a lot of football now. It's like people I, are just there because they're a yeah. personality. So correct me if I'm wrong. Like If a new season kicks off, yeah. it will be covered by a couple of the major so, broadcasters. Yeah, Sky predominantly, yeah. and BT. So, football. And occasionally I imagine they mix the formula up a little bit. Like who's yeah, presenting? Who's, who's presenting? Co- who's going to be pitch side? Who's going to be commentating? So, cetera, so a, as a football fan, thank you. Do you ever like you tune in for start of the new season? Yeah, and you're like, okay, this is nine months ish, ish. Okay, yeah. yeah. You're like, we're, we're going to. It be, never really stops. This is like a relationship, like we're, we're testing the waters. I know I'm going to be with oh, these people like for an, a long it's time. It's like an abusive relationship. Yeah, you just keep coming back. <laughs> so, oh my god. I'm going. I'm going to Kent again Saturday. But do you? Ever, I don't know why. Point, <laughs> why am I doing this? Honestly, oh god, I have to get up so early. But at this point, like it's the start of the season. Do you ever like tune in and you go and and to guide you through these three quarters of a year through three yeah. seasons as we follow the football? We've got these three books yeah. and it cuts to studio. And does, does your heart ever just sink? Oh yeah, where you're like, there oh, are some pundits. I, they just talk nonsense. Yeah, it's just just because they used to play football. Yeah, but they just talk. They don't know what they're talking about. And, this, and, and so, it's, I don't like wailing on people who no. I don't know for no pe- real reason. But some of them, Martin Keown is the worst. I think it's just nonsense. It's just words. Just fill the fill the gaps with words. Any words will do. But then, but that's that's the thing though, because I guess I guess my point is. They're, they're, well, we're all wearing suits for a start. That's like the look now, yeah, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Like you've got maybe a waistcoat. Like maybe a waistcoat. A waistcoat. Yeah. Depends on the occasion. It's probably quite hot. FA Cup final, you've all got to wear your three pieces. Yeah, so like, you know, they're they're, they're sitting in their, in their fancy studio. They've got like a smart suit on and they watch, you know, a game. Yeah. And then they, they, they will come. Middlesbrough versus West <laughs> Bromwich Albion. And <laughs> a clash of titans. Making them both seem normal sized. <laughs> but they will. <laughs> But they'll, they'll comment on a game, and as you, as you say, 
they might just say gibberish. Yeah. Like it doesn't actually add or, or to anything to it. Yeah. But it's just filling the void. But I think it's when they'll make a joke. And yeah, I'm and I'm yeah. saying we're we're not we're already not in the territory of great wordsmiths, but <laughs> it's when they're like uh you know, oh yeah, you know, he really uh he really dropped the ball on that one, didn't he? <laughs> and he goes, Well I hope not, he's the goalie. Way! And then everyone goes, and the, and the camera goes out of focus because the cameraman is just kind of like <laughs> grinding into the machine. And, Glow and, sticks. And then the joke will stop and there'll just be a bit of silence. Yeah. Because it's not natural. Yeah. And no one's actually laughing because they're enjoying human. it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I have to laugh because he's a footballer making a joke about football. The thing is, I do things like, but it's, I feel like I'm doing it ironically. I feel like I'm aware of what I'm doing. I'm a postmodern football fan, all right? Yeah. Like, I'm doing this with awareness. We always say, because I'm in a WhatsApp group with other Gillingham fans, and we all say, we're so not normal Gillingham fans. We're all middle class. We're all we're all just talking about finances of the club and things like this. It's like, well, I mean, I imagine, just as a casual observer, that if you are a Gillingham fan, mm. you've certainly had your share of heartbreak yeah. over, over the years. Shite. A little bit of disappointment occasionally. Yeah, sure. What league are they in at the league moment? League one. That's, that's good. Division three in old money. Okay, but you've, it's been worse. It's been worse. In fact, I remember when you were promoted out yes. of League 2. League 2. To League 1. The old Division 4. Yeah. I take it back. What are you moaning about? Yeah, but I've had one... I've been to 200 and... I think it was 25 Gillingham games the last time I've seen... I counted. My God. And I've seen an equal number of goals for and against. <laughs> an equal number of wins and defeats. I'm not joking. I, I do. I've got a spreadsheet where I keep a record of it, which is very sad. I realise. Well, well, again, going back to being a middle-aged, yeah. uh, a middle-class Jules fan, it yeah. pretty much is completely even. And so it's just like, what was the point of all that? So what you're basically saying is that statistically, this is quite interesting. Out of mm. every game you've seen, mm. it's no better than random chanks. No. Like you could have just flipped a coin 225 times. Uh, yeah. And probably would have, on average, yeah. received the. But the I've exact had same I've result. had little spells where I've watched a load of wins, and I've had little spells where I haven't seen us win for ages. Yeah. It all works out the same in the end. You see, you see roughly the same amount of results, which is ultimately neutral. Yep. Like the the. <laughs> so if I were to if I were to make a noise that would express how I felt about those 225 games, it would be something like this. Yeah. <laughs> I just like you see that's kind of terrifying. It's like, but I've had some good moments. There I, are some good moments. This in is this, this isn't even you like being glib or, or or just making a joke about it. like you have the evidence. So you've oh, got it's the, all there. You have the data. Yeah. It's like, all, it's all there. It's a 50-50. I dread to think the amount of money I've spent on that on that. For a draw. Like ultimately. Oh, yeah. Like viewed over the life the lifespan of your over the last um nearly twenty years. No, 18 years, I think, I've been going to Gillingham Games. Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh, I'm having a crisis. I'm having, I'm having a crisis. I'm so, glad, I'm so glad we could bring this to a head. Oh, this no. is like therapy. Jesus. Oh, God. Well, uh, okay, well, let's let's turn it around then. Mm. Have you got a love? Oh. Give me a love. Well, yes, I have. Would you like it? I'd love to oh, hear yeah, it. I'd, yeah, I'd, love okay. to, I'd love to hear well, it. We talk, spoke about it just before we started recording, which is live orchestra. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I've been to a few live orchestra events uh, over the last year or so. Just call it an opera. Opera. It's not an opera. <laughs> it's Star Wars related, <laughs> shockingly. 
Okay. So I went to a Star Wars, like the music of John Williams in concert at the Albert Hall. Oh. This was actually probably a couple of years ago. Mm. It was brilliant. It was great. And this week I went to see The Empire Strikes Back Ooh. screened live on a big screen in Birmingham with a live orchestra playing over it. it wow. It was brilliant. It was amazing. It's my favourite film, Empire, ever, like of all time. And I've never seen it on the big screen for a start. That was cool. And you sort of, as I said to you, forgot the opera. The opera. <laughs> the orchestra was there. Opera. Can you imagine that? Um, because it was so good. Yeah. And that's oh, a compliment I, rather than an insult. I just, I, I remember the humble origins of this podcast before the days of uh, live orchestra performances. <laughs> <laughs> I've not forgotten where we came from. Well, it's a very varied podcast, this. Bear in mind, yeah. last time out we were talking about shit. Earlier in this episode, we were talking about being bollock naked in a window, <laughs> and now we're talking about orchestra. So you can't say you don't get a lot of variation in this show. No, no, it's. But yeah, I, well, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. That is my love because it's not something I would normally associate myself with enjoying. No, but it's seeing these things have been brilliant. It's weird because I've always wondered about that sort of thing because I'm a hoity-toity fellow. I mm. like I like. Uh, 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 elitist uh, sure. nonsense. Yeah. Know, oh, as much as the next guy. Uh, yeah. Pretentious, uh, yeah. some might say. And um, and yet, I've never seen a, a live performance of, of an orchestra. No, it's very good. I've often wondered about that because, say, you go to like, uh, well, mind you, here's the thing I've never seen a live performance from a band mm. that was purely an instrumental. Right. Like, there's always been lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's the karaoke version. Well, that's the thing. I, I just wonder, like, I've often wondered, like, if you went to. Oh, you go to a concert, you go to see, uh, you know, Oasis. Mm. Well, you have I a, thought you were going to say Oasis. Have a laugh, you know, have a sing. Well, yeah, I know this one, sing along, it's I amazing. I mean, if you don't like football humour, do not go to an Oasis gig. No. Oh, my good God. No, that would be... Uh... You know, the obviously at gigs, I'm just, I'll go off on a tangent slightly. They have these greats, because a lot of them are at football stadiums, gigs, certainly Oasis gigs. Yeah. And they're these greats. And there's a, there's a strong overlap, shall we say, yeah, between... of the audience, yeah. yeah. Um, there are blokes who are bollock naked at events like oh, this. Oh, great. And they slide head first, front first, on these grated steel panels. Like, people will piss into a circle. I'm not joking. People will piss into a circle, chuck their beers into a circle, and people will, like, slide like they're going down a soapy tarpaulin or whatever. It's... It looks so painful. The framing of, of, of this story is... It's not like... I saw the wildest shit once, mm. and this is what it was. This happened. I saw this happen at an Oasis gig in Manchester. Just, just for once? No, it happened. It was going. It was going on for hours. Good God! But it's not the only gig I've seen it happen at. Was it happening like behind the crowd? Like was everyone even looking at the band when they were performing? It was going. Yeah, it was going on sort of towards the back of. If you can imagine where people would be standing towards the back, so away from the stage. But oh yeah, it was graphic. That's one of the most... It was intense. I feel I could ask why, but... I lost a shoe at another Oasis gig. Ugh. I lost my shoe. For ages. Like a long time. Oh, what? You found it? Found it in the, in the end, yeah. Well, where was it? On the floor. Like below you? Beside you? Miles in away? It was in front of me. Okay. But I eventually went, oh, look, there's my shoe. Had you been drinking? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you no, got no. it. No, oh, you got it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> I mean, we're not there. That was in Cardiff. We're not there to focus on the music. Like, we yeah. need... Uh... Oh, you got it. Where were we? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, gigs. Yeah. Gigs. So you music. See, but you see... You Orchestra. See, you see, opera. You see a concert from a band you like, mm. and maybe have a bit of a sing-song. Yeah. You know? Um, 
I guess like if you're seeing an orchestra, yeah. the, the classic setup is you everyone mills into the uh, the opera hall yeah. or the Albert right. the Albert the hall. Albert hall. Uh, you sit down very respectfully, mm. and, the, and then the orchestra comes out. They yeah. they bow and then they start playing. They do, and the conductor and everyone. And I just feel like I would feel even if the music is beautiful, even if the music is kind of like heaven sent mm. and feels transcendental, beautiful, uh, amazing. I'd feel kind of awkward just kind of sitting there, essentially in complete silence, because, you know, respectful of the music, uh, with everyone else just kind of staring dead ahead. But then a play is a song without music. That is true. There you go. That is true. I guess I don't know why I have more of an issue with sitting... And I fully admit this is just like a hole in my life experiences. I've never done it. I'd recommend it. I kind of feel like if you're seeing if you're seeing like a concert, mm. I almost want to have a booth around me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want to even if if it's a proper orchestra, stringed instruments. Yeah. I don't want to even acknowledge. I don't want anyone be- else to be looking at me. I know. Or in I don't, my I, direction. I, I, don't, I, don't, I It's like um, sensory deprivation. Mm. Like I, I don't even want to hear people breathing. Enhance your hearing of it. Yeah. But if you're watching it with a film, as I was the ah. other day, so we did have that entertainment factor. So how did that work? Could you see the orchestra? Yeah. So the orchestra are on the stage, yeah. as they would be normally, and then there was a huge screen above them, ah. and they just played in front of it. Ah. it sort of felt bad because no one was looking at them. Did... You're obviously watching the film. I guess that's a weird thing, isn't it? Like, they're so good. Mm. Oh, they were so good. Because I've, I've watched Empire. It must be 30-odd times. That's probably being quite um, yeah. conservative about it. But... Every beat, everything was spot on. See, but but that's the thing. It, it's weird, isn't it? Because they're you'd only notice them if they were doing a bad exactly. job. It's a compliment, but you feel yeah. bad for not really. Yeah, it's, it's strange, paying attention it? to them. The idea of being perfect is yeah. is you're invisible. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So go. I guess I guess the weird thing is, and and I assume that Lucas, uh, the Lucas Arts team or whatever, Lucas have film. it, but like. Um, I guess they had to release a version of the film with no. Or oh, yeah, well they had to, maybe Disney got the raw files <laughs> when they had when they paid him four billion dollars. I kind of feel that even when he handed when they gave him the oh check, there is that there's that original 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 version yeah it's probably in his lockup somewhere. There's a salt mine. Do you know? I did know where that. they keep, yeah where I think a lot of Lucas's stuff was kept. Yeah, because it doesn't uh, super dry, super dry super with all dry. the salt, all yeah. the salt mines. I feel like I, I feel like I just I, I get kind of in my head and what little I know about the man I kind of feel like he wouldn't have handed over the originals no. in a weird way like like no he, chance. he'll give him like a laser disc I think that was I read that was a condition of him selling that they would never release the original original yeah. originals and I could be making this up but I hear that's got something to do with his first wife oh yeah well, would she get some of that yeah. profit. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but the first cut of A New Hope was awful. Terrible. And it got saved in editing. Yes, correct. By his then wife. Yeah, I think he and his wife worked on it. He had to sack his editor. Or he chose to sack his editor. And then, yeah, it was. I think there was another guy involved as well, but that is true. And I, I hear, and this could be wrong, that if, they, if he ever wanted to re-release... The orig- that one would, that she would have to get she'd a get share. a cut well, yeah there you go. He, that he, might, he doesn't want that it. might be one of the reasons why I mean some might say he maybe has enough money at this point <laughs> and it probably doesn't matter but, but well people go. if they want to find the original 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 
enough, they will find it. Start digging. People. Okay, yeah, that, start that's, digging. That, that salt mine's under no, there. No, dig up, stupid. <laughs> um, that's a weird factoid. Uh, the movie Land of the Dead oh, yeah. from the 80s, which was the sequel to Dawn of the Dead, Dawn, yeah. was filmed in the salt mine. Was it? Where those tapes are, are kept. Did they have to put a curtain in front of them? <laughs> oh, no, they're visible in every shot. Yes, just says Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> There's blood all over them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's just meant to be like a cave system, and oh. they had access to a cave system. Fair enough. Very dry. Very dry. So dry. Anyway, I've got a love. Go on. I love uh, early 2000s, late 90s, reality TV shows oh, s- set in airports. Are you talking about the airport? No, well, yes. With that, what's his name? Jeremy? Jeremy, who became the face of Euronics Electronics. <laughs> this is true. Wasn't there one? Oh, no, I'm thinking of the cruise. Okay, of... okay. Similar vein. Yeah, yeah, Similar yeah. vein. So, so what, give me some examples of, well, of shows. We don't have, okay, as a bit of seeing saying, uh, we don't have, uh, for lack of a better word, terrestrial TV mm. in the house. We just have, like, Netflix. So that's and, showing our age Yeah, showing well. our age, yeah. Uh, Netflix and YouTube. Mm. Um so whenever we are away on business or yeah. holiday and you're in a hotel, yeah. one of the great luxuries for me is actually having <laughs> shit on TV. Oh, yeah. Like um, like after the show at the weekend, we watched like the last hour of The Return of the King. Nice. We watched about 10 minutes of G.I. Joe. The retro- last hour of Return of the King is just a series of endings. Yeah. The yeah. end. Well, the actually, end. I, actually, although I, I do, uh, Return of the King's my favourite of the Lord of the Rings. Actually, I turned on the TV and it was literally like ending number one. I was Aragorn, like, oh, fuck. Aragorn is crowned. I know. And I was like, oh, shit. But then there was like plus one. So I oh, scrolled right, up okay. a few channels. So we got the good stuff. But, you know, I love. In, and in the mornings, it's the only time I watch it when we're on holiday or at a convention. But in the mornings, I'll, I'll turn on like. And it'll be something like. Oh, it'll be like uh, crime. It'll be a ch- like a channel. Oh, there's a lot of them. It'll be a channel just called like uh, illegal, you know, or something <laughs> like that. You know, furtive. You know, there's a there's a one about repossession men, repo men called can't pay, we'll take it away. Well, I guess my thing is the subset of those type of shows I enjoy mm. has just the way my brain works. It has like a weird kind of organisational kind of thing to it. Yeah. So I used to love airport. Back in the day, which, in case you've never seen it, was reality TV is the wrong word. It was like a fly. Well, it was on the one of the wall. original things of that kind, wasn't it? The yeah. Airport. That was the because that's why the guy did so well out of it because he was one of the first. Yeah. Standout stars from these sorts of shows. And I think I think like yeah. it, it wasn't great TV, but it was one of those kind of like um, weird. You know, someone has a stupid idea and yeah. it actually works. Like let's see how an airport works. Yeah, and and it must have been dirt cheap to make. Mm. Because they have like just a single camera crew, yeah, and there's no actors. You just kind of find a few members of the team who are a bit engaging. Yeah, yeah. they don't even have to be engaging. Sometimes you just see them for five well, minutes. Well, just as long as people can watch them for a bit, and then yeah. they can hook them in. Yeah, then it's like, oh, we start to care about these people. So, so, and then you just go like, oh, this is how an airport works. Yeah, stupid this stuff is, like this that. Is good. And then you get like a mild bit of drama every yeah. episode, like uh, <laughs> today on airport, you know. Will this couple get to enjoy their holiday in Tenerife when one of them forgets a passport? Gregory, I can't believe you forgot your passport. You know, coming up. Because you find yourself caring. It's like yeah. the end of the episode, they always say, what happened to these people? And yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving until I find out if these people made it to Tenerife. 
Gregory eventually uh, went to Tenerife and everything was fine. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but uh, I guess like uh, my particular, like of all of these kind of shows, because um, they just get syndicated, mm. they're just forever screaming on like now TV. Yeah. Is Dave. there's there's like border. There's one set in, <laughs> there's one set in like uh, the New Zealand um, customs oh, office at the airport. And it's got, it's called like border security. Yeah. And good God, it must have cost like 25 quid to make. Like it was like the cheapest show in the world. And I love it because it's so, <laughs> it's so boring. Like yeah. nothing happens. Oh yeah. It's because, because it's like uh, we were at the show for like three days. So you get, I'm like, oh great. Three mornings of this. <laughs> It was that and like uh, I used to love um, like travel cops or something oh, like yeah. that. There's police, police. No, not that's a show from like, Simpsons. Like police cops, uh, road, yeah, road cops. Yeah, and I love it because it's so. Certainly, it, if it's like uh, Britain or New Zealand or maybe Australia, yeah, uh, push because they're so mundane. Nothing interesting happens. Yeah, like on the final day of our trip, I turned it on expecting like another juicy episode <laughs> of like customs, and instead it was like. Border security, America, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to see that. No, I don't. Yeah. But then you watch it for ten minutes and you think, I'm engaged. I'm engaged. Well, it's like Homes Under the Hammer. Well, you yeah. watch Homes Under the Hammer. It's like, oh, I'm desperate to see what happens, a- what's <laughs> happened to this two up, two down in Stoke. I'm a bit more skeptical about because that's got a bit more flair. You know, I like, I like how, I like how shit these ones. It's like, um, it's it's like the highlight, the most exciting thing to happen on New Zealand customs security. It's like um, today on, you know, uh, Andy in the impound lot has, <laughs> has a suspicious packet. It's always a suspicious oh, packet. Yeah. It's, always, it's always suspicious until it's not. And it's like, uh, you know, he's just holding like a toaster and he goes, it's a bit heavy for a toaster, <laughs> you know. And and it's like, you know, and Greg has to do a bit of digging. And it's like uh, Greg literally, literally like digging. Like literally that's, that's the level. Of, yeah. But it was like... Um, the punchline, as I discovered in the New Zealand one, is that they always find meth, uh, meth basically. Oh yeah, that's it. That, Just that, somewhere. Yeah, it's like um, it's around. Here's here's the setup. It's like it's like doing the same magic trick over and over and over again. Uh, so it's like uh, in the mail office. Uh, in the mail office, uh, Deborah and Khan have found something a little unusual, and it's like. Uh, it's, so, it's, a, uh, it's an unusually large marrow. Yeah, it's actually like a. So it uh, it says uh, it says uh, it's uh, it's a DVD player, and uh, actually you're nailing the accents. Actually, it's uh, it's uh, it's a little heavy. So there's, there's something in it. Yeah. So then then they go, and then they take it out of the packaging. And they go, oh yeah, look at that. Just and, as I thought. And it's bulging, <laughs> like. And they go, let's take the screws off. And they take the screws off. <laughs> And uh, go, yeah, oh yes, it's uh, it's uh, methamphetamine, <laughs> and literally it's just full, oh, of, like just a sack of white powder. Brilliant. And then somebody had had a uh, like a like a a weight. It sounds like a stupid thing, right. but like a, not a very glamorous thing. But you might use it in construction work as like mm. on the opposite end of a pulley. Right. And okay. it, like literally, it's yeah, just yeah. A, a bucket full of concrete. <laughs> Which has come from like China to New Zealand, right? And they're like, uh, "That's very suspicious." And they're, they're li- this and concrete's very heavy. But that's, that's literally it. They're like, they've scanned it. They go, "Oh, I think there's a bit of a cavity in the middle uh... of this concrete, this bucket full of concrete." And they go like, uh, "The thing that you know, the thing that troubles me is you could just buy one of these for like two pounds in New Zealand. <laughs> Why get one shipped?" So yeah. 
That is troubling. They just get like a hammer and a chisel out and just go to town on this. And they stretch this out over half an hour. <laughs> like they just keep popping back. Like Because they have three... They're still working on the concrete. Yeah, because that's it. They have like three story threads yeah. per like episode that oh, you've got to yeah. like jump back and forth between. And they keep going just back. Just them chiseling. Yeah, and then finally, finally... There's been progress with the. There's been progress over in the post office. Goes, yeah, I think we're getting closer. And lo and behold, it's a bag full of methamphetamine. Like, I I love how I keep coming back, even though I know, you know that's what's going to I know it's going to be methamphetamine. Like every time. I don't know. Not another bag. And then you get like uh, occasionally you get like a, a weird thing. Like uh, a, a guy was you know pulled over. He's just going through like you know. The body search and everything. Uh, like, I scanned. Did you step through oh, the yeah. scanner? And they go like, "Sir, are you aware that your um he was he was Australian? He was American." But they go like, "Sir, are you aware that your bag is full of marijuana, 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 Mary Jane?" And, and it is just it's just full. Like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have any clothes, and his face is blurred out. But then he starts going like. Uh, don't know. Don't just know goes like, nobody's like, oh yeah, man, it's great. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, where I come from, we've totally like liberated our minds, man. It's great. Oh, good. And they go like. Yeah, but you know you have broken the law, and then he got and the voice was like, he had broken the law. <laughs> After a thousand dollar fine, he was sent home. Brilliant. Like that's that's that's, that's, that's just how it ends every time. And the most exciting thing that happened in the last episode I saw mm. was that a Chinese a Chinese tourist had um, an apple in his bag. Oh, and of course because they're very strict on bringing Fruit, fruits and veg. Yeah, and they were like, uh, what's this? It's an apple. Dun, 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 oh you know? no! And he goes like, yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot. I had an apple in my bag. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. He goes, he goes like, quite often people forget that they have apples in their bags. Sometimes they try to eat it to hide the evidence. It doesn't work. He was fined $400. Oh, no. And went on to enjoy his holiday very much. He had a great time. <laughs> it was totally worth it, he said. And, and everything's fine. And I love it. And it's so sweet and stupid. And like nothing happens. It's never like, there's never any terrible crime. Uh, it's always so mild. Nice crimes. Yeah. From innocent people who are just looking to have a good time. I know. It's always so mild. It's like, uh, oh, this guy had a lot of photography equipment with them. I hope he's not planning on going to a snowboard festival and filming it without a work visa. (laughs) I will be filming, but it's all for fun. (laughs) Wink. Is it for fun or is he working without a work visa? Oh, no. Security decided to let him go anyway. I'm sure he won't cause trouble. Yeah, let him be fine. He went on, had a great time. <laughs> he went on, had a great time, and New- it ended up on the channel he's in the country he's from. New Zealand is wonderful. Please come visit. Yeah, like it's just so gentle. I love it in a weird way. Good old New Zealand. Or like, and and the same scans for like uh, travel police or travel cops or whatever it's called. Yeah, because it's so boring. There's never it's never anything horrible. <laughs> I, it's like I don't like watching American cop shows because someone gets shot. Or there's well, it is more extreme. Yeah, everything's so intense. It's like they're living in a movie. There's a show called Ambulance on BBC, or there was. Oh, what's that's it about? Quite, that's well, funny you should ask. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's about methamphetamines. <laughs> this easy, <laughs> which is intense, like intense. Oh, so it's like following a following ambulance crews around. Oh. Jesus, is that current? It's on. It's on the iPlayer now, but it it has been on BBC recently. I think that's the thing that worries that, me. That, I, yeah, that's the other side of the. I feel, curtain. but I feel that's the difference of ten years. Mm. Where like back in the mid two thousands, it was very. That quaint. was probably that was probably quite shocking though in the mid two thousands. What seeing all that meth? Yeah, they're probably like. <gasps> they, Whereas to, now you've got to do more extreme things to shock people. They've had to make it. That's the thing. They've had to make it more edgy. You yeah. know, you wouldn't. You'd never dream of seeing blood in New Zealand. No. Like everyone's nobody bleeds in New Zealand. Everyone's too nice. Yeah. Everyone bleeds rainbows. Yeah. 
and lemnus bread. <laughs> More lemnus bread. But there we go. Good. It brings me a small bit of joy. Good. Well, that's, that's all we can ask for mm. in this rock and roll world, in a way. But, you know. Meanwhile, it's all shit out there. It's all shit out there. Meanwhile, on the M5 north of Gloucester, you know, Officer Matthews has pulled over a white van that's been driving a little too slow. Oh, no. <laughs> you know. I'm terribly sorry, officer. It's just that I was uh, driving home and I thought, what a nice evening. I'll drive a little slower so I can enjoy the view. He was sent on his way with a £2,000 <laughs> fine. <laughs> but he was able to enjoy the view. We seem like, uh, like uh, you know, uh, this lorry driver was caught using his phone while driving. And his face is blurred out and he's like... Uh, I've just been having a really difficult time lately. Um, you know, I'm going through a divorce and I miss my daughter and I was just looking at a text from her and the officer goes, do you have that text? He goes, yeah. Do you want to see a picture of her? Oh, she looks lovely. He was sent on his way. <laughs> like everything. <laughs> he was <laughs> sent on his way with a £10,000 fine. <laughs> no, it was often just like, uh, he goes, yeah, you know, everyone has a bad day sometimes. We didn't want to punish him. We just, yeah. uh, we just <laughs> gave him a... It's all right. If, you, if, you, if you're a good guy and you break the law... Probably be all right. Yes, be fine. You'll be fine. You might get a fine or a, just a talking to. Yeah. Just chance it now and then. Come to the UK. We're very, yeah. we're, we're very lenient. We're very, we're very lenient with some things, well, not we, others. We were in the mid two thousands anyway. Mm. This is a harsher world now. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Speaking of which, speaking of which, we have a, we have a beer waiting for us. And most importantly, what do we always say? At the end of the show, format. Format is king. Format is king. Yeah. So on that note, and I know Nick would be. Uh, bereft if we didn't do It'd this. It'd be gutted. What do you feel won? Well. Love or hate? Um, I feel like preamble may have won. Yeah. <laughs> Neutr- ambivalent. Neutral, one, yeah. yeah. I feel fairly neutral. I feel I feel sort of on a level this evening. I know. As we discussed, we're very tired because of the cold weather. And being old men. And being old men. My yeah. leg hurts in the my, cold my, my leg hurts in the cold. Yeah. It, that's true, because you remember when I impaled my leg I on a spike? I do remember when you impaled your leg on a spike. I have a hole yeah. in my leg. Yes, you do have a hole in your leg. And it hurts in the cold weather. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm well aware of the fact that you once drunkenly tried to jump over a spiked metal fence and impaled your leg. Because I couldn't find my way out of the club. That's true. And then you walked home in a drunken state. Yeah. I didn't realise I'd done it. And then went to bed. Yeah. After impaling yourself on the leg, yeah. uh, in the leg. Uh, and then you woke up uh, covered in blood. Yeah. And then sure you went did. to uh, the hospital. No, uh, work. I went to work. You went to work. And then... Then I played football. Then you played five-side football. Yeah. And then, and only then, did I we... I thought, t- I better go to the hospital. Did you, go, did you go to the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. And your punishment for My that, punishment is a lifetime of my leg hurting in the cold weather. There's a moral there somewhere. Yeah, I don't know what it is. 